Lou and Matt, live and local, weekday mornings on the borders, 105.7 Triple M. It's 20 past seven, and we talked to the New South Wales president of the AMA, Dr Danielle McMullen, just before the rollout of the vaccine, and since then, a fair bit has happened. So we thought we'd take the opportunity to touch base with her again. Morning, Danielle. Good morning, guys. Okay, Danielle, so um, obviously there's been a lot in the news recently about um, the vaccinations, particularly the AstraZeneca vaccine, and um, people started to get a little bit, I guess, concerned about the fact that there's some blood clotting issues um, with it. Now, I say that as somebody who has, you know, no, obviously no medical um, background, but that's what's being reported, that, that some people are um, experiencing blood clots from that vaccination, um, what's your take on that whole situation? Yeah, look, it's certainly been a roller coaster of a rollout since I last talked to you. Um, and yes, the biggest news has been uh, the, all this stuff around the AstraZeneca vaccine for what is really a teeny tiny risk. Um, so I think, yes, there is a very rare complication of the AstraZeneca vaccine where people can get a clotting kind of complication, but it's not like normal clots that we all know about. It's not like the blood clots you get on a plane or it's not even the same as kind of the ones you can get from the pill. It is serious, but it's very rare. Sort of the risk is about four per million. Um, and it's to put that into context, uh, I guess as soon as the borders reopen, your chance of dying from COVID is much higher than that. Um, but people obviously at the moment, with all the news circling around and the fact that actually we don't have much COVID around, uh, people are a bit more nervous yeah. about the vaccine. So you mentioned the contraceptive pill is that, uh, do you have a higher risk of getting a blood clot from the contraceptive pill compared to the um, the vaccine? You do, but it's a, it's a different kind of a clot. So right. you've got a much higher risk of getting a, an ordinary blood clot from the, from the pill than you do this complication from the, the va- vaccine. Uh, the vaccine complication is more serious generally, right. um, although both can be. But you can get life-threatening clots from the pill too. You know, every medical procedure has some risk. And usually how we handle that in medicine is a one-on-one conversation, help people weigh up the risk and benefit, uh, and then they make a decision. Whereas here, obviously, all of that's playing out in the public. Uh, and it's quite easy to be anxious about something when you're, you're hearing about it in the news every day. Now, as a layperson, I'm guessing that there literally is no way to determine that somebody's going to have that very rare blood clotting reaction to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Exactly. We would love it if there was some predictor that we could find for people and then obviously we wouldn't give the vaccine to those people. Mm. But unfortunately, despite a lot of use of these vaccines worldwide now, we still don't have any indicators of who it's going to affect. Um, So we do think that it's potentially a bit more likely in younger people, which is part of the reason they've made the decision around giving the Pfizer to younger people. But also when you look at the risks from COVID, people over the age of 50, sort of the older you get, the more likely COVID is to be life-threatening. And the more important it is that we vaccinate those people as soon as we can with whichever vaccine we've got available. Okay, so um, we've heard a figure of almost 30% of adults now not likely to get the vaccine. Can you open the borders, the international borders, with around 70% of the population vaccinated? 
Yeah, the borders is a really tricky question. I'm glad I don't have to be the one to make that decision um, because it's a complex sort of decision around how many of us are vaccinated, what's the situation of COVID worldwide and how could our health systems cope? Because we've got to remember the main purpose of vaccinating people at the moment is so that they don't die from COVID. Yes. We may still pick it up. We may still get a sort of mild cold kind of illness. We'll have a bit of COVID circulating one day but we don't want to see the millions of deaths that we've seen overseas. What do you say to people that live here, for example, um, Danielle? And I think, you know, we're, we're feeling pretty secure here, especially where we live in Albury-Wodonga and surrounds. Um, we haven't had COVID here for, I don't know, nearly over 300 days, I think it is, and, and it's been a long time. And so, uh, you know, we live in our little community and I think a lot of people are using that as an excuse mm-hmm. and saying, oh, look, I'll wait to, to get that vaccine. I'll wait and see what happens going forward with the vaccine, the AstraZeneca. I'm spe- specifically talking about people over 50 yeah. um, because where I live is not a high-risk area. Yeah, look, I can tell you, even in the centre of Sydney, there's plenty of people saying that we've been really lucky in Australia and worked hard at it that there's no, there's very little COVID around at the moment. Uh, so people are using that, oh, wait and see thing, yeah. uh, which just means there'll probably be a rush on vaccines if and when borders do open. Um, but an outbreak can occur at any time. We saw it in Melbourne. We've seen small outbreaks in Sydney. And particularly for regional areas, if you get an outbreak, your health systems get overwhelmed much quicker. Uh, so the risk of an outbreak in a rural area is actually much greater than it is um, right. in a city area to the to the population there. Okay, w- one more question. Do you think there will come a point at all where the government gives up on AstraZeneca and just focuses on Pfizer or, or Moderna? So, I mean, if people are holding out in the hope that they might just say, all right, we're going to bin AstraZeneca or go Pfizer, do you think that'll happen? Look, it's really hard to say. I would... I would say no, but then you never know with this rollout. Um, the, there isn't a, sh- a plan in the medium, short to medium term to switch. Um, AstraZeneca is the vaccine that we've got most supply yes. of, mm. and so we've got to be able to get people vaccinated as quickly as we can. We're not likely to get significant supplies of the others until very late this year or potentially even into next year, uh, and there's a whole lot of reasons that it important to get as many people as you yes. can vaccinated right. before then. So I'd yep. encourage people to get the one that's available to them now. And the borders could be open before then and then we might have COVID popping up. All right, uh, Dr Danielle McMullen, New South Wales President of the AMA. That was very, very helpful. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks very much. Have a great day.